We all want our children to be independent. Learning to cook is a big step towards that independence. I try to put these tasty but easy meals for children of varying ages into an order for difficulty rather than by age because age is really subjective to experience and necessity. Welcome to Epic Mom Life. I am your host, Kara Peterson. This show is sponsored by The Possum's Tale, a unique book adventure for your 6 to 12 year old child. Let's jump into today's show. Quick and easy meals your kids can cook. Does that sound like absolute heaven? This summer, have a file box of easy meals that your kids can cook ready to go. We all want our children to be independent. Learning to cook is a big step towards that independence. I actually did a blog on five ways to help your children get independent and cooking was a big one. There is another reason that you want your children to learn how to cook, and that is this is another one of those things that you have to do during the day. And mom, you are super busy. Think, imagine, dream about how it would be if you started teaching your children in those steps that I talk about in that blog. First, they start learning to give you input on what they would like to eat. Then they learn how, if this is something you want them to do in the family, to go to the ads for the week and determine what they would like to eat based on the ads that are in that for that week so that you can get your meals cheaper. Then they help you make the grocery list. You go to the grocery store, they can even go off and get some of the groceries. Then they come back, all the groceries are there, and they actually prepare the meal. This is heavenly, right? So that's the second reason. You know you wanna get more family meals on the table. You know that this is an important thing to do, but when push comes to shove, you just don't have the time. Having your children learn how to make these meals is a big step towards having this happen. I try to put these tasty but easy meals for children of varying ages into an order for difficulty rather than by age because age is really subjective to experience and necessity. And this is a caveat that's really important. In this day and age of everybody has some kind of dietary need, I didn't worry about it. My main worry for these recipes that I'm going to share with you are will kids eat it and can they cook it? That was my only worry. So sit tight, enjoy these ones that I'm going to share with you, and bon appetit. First level. This level requires no stove or oven, although it may require some microwave or toaster oven and knife work. Smorgasbord. Okay, this was my granny's favorite thing to cook. I, I use cook in huge air quotes. And she made this whenever we came to visit. She lived about two and a half hours away from our house. And it was always the meal that we had whenever we arrived. And I just thought this was something that my granny specialized in. I had no idea until I got older how practical it was. It was because she was never sure when we were going to get there. It wasn't like she could bank on us showing up at 5.30 p.m. every night or every time we came. 
Sometimes we'd show up at one, sometimes we'd show up at three. She just never knew. So she would go to the deli and she would get three, say three different kinds of meats that were sliced and then she'd roll them up and then she'd get about two different cheeses because we weren't like a huge cheesy fan, right? She'd probably get a cheddar and a Monterey Jack, that kind of thing. And then she'd get a whole bunch of crackers and maybe some rolls and she'd get little pickles, little dills. She would get, what else would she put out? Tomatoes, that kind of thing. And we'd sit around and we would make our sandwiches and talk and she'd usually have potato salad, that kind of thing. That was smorgasbord and that was a meal we all absolutely loved. The next one is Mediterranean Bliss. I was actually at a swanky restaurant for lunch and I ordered this. And all it is is a bowl of hummus. You just buy the hummus and roasted red peppers, olives, maybe those little pepperoncini peppers, those are on the side. And then it comes with soft pita bread. It is absolutely divine and all it requires is scooping from containers and putting it into bowls or putting it onto a big plate and having everybody self-serve. So that is the Mediterranean bliss. This one is something that I actually invented when I think I was in sixth grade because we had our own garden. If you've ever had your own garden, cucumbers and tomatoes from your own garden are completely different than the ones you get in the grocery store. And they are amazing. So these ones are cucumber and tomato sandwiches. I personally am not a vegetarian and these are probably my favorite sandwiches. They're the hit of the summer because that's when these are growing, the cucumbers and the tomatoes. And what you do is you go find fresh cucumbers and tomatoes. Yes, you can get them from the grocery store, but seriously, you're going to think that I'm crazy for loving these sandwiches if you just get grocery store veggies. Go to a, if you don't have a garden, go to the little um, roadside, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but you know the roadside little marts where people have all their fresh produce. Go there or go to the local farmer's market. So anyway, you get your fresh cucumbers and your tomatoes and you slice them and then you take any kind of bread. Now the more fun bread it is, the better these sandwiches are. It works on a bagel. It works on um, crusty like sourdough. It works on all kinds of things. You smear like uh, cream cheese on one side and then here's the key. Nobody's ever thought of this key. But you know the, I think it's Good Seasonings Dry Italian Mix? You take that and you lightly sprinkle it on your cream cheese. That's your whole seasoning. And then you put those slices on. It's the best ever. Yes, you can add sprouts and, and lettuce and carrots and all of those things. You can add all of those things. But just the tomatoes and the cucumber, that was my sandwich that I came up with in sixth grade. I made this all of the time. And this was something that I could make myself for lunch. Tuna melts. I had actually forgotten about tuna melts until my girlfriend posted about it on Facebook. She and I made this in seventh grade all of the time. So what you do is you just take your can of tuna and you mix it with some mayonnaise and you mix it according to however dry you like your tuna, okay? I don't have exact measurements. And then you take your two pieces of bread and on one piece of bread, you um, butter it. And on the other piece of bread, you put, I use cheddar cheese. 
and you put them both in the toaster oven until the cheddar melts. And then you put your tuna on the side with the butter and then you put them together. Best sandwich ever. Okay, tortillas. Tortillas are going to be one of the best things that you can ever use because they can be used for so many things. In this recipe, it's bean burritos. Bean burritos are really underrated and they need to be a staple along with these tortillas. So all you do is you take a can of refried beans, you take your tortilla and you just scoop out some and you do a line of beans, burrito, or beans down your tortilla and you put some cheddar cheese on top and you throw it in the microwave and you roll it up and eat it and that's it. Now this one can do a bunch of add-ons. You could add enchilada sauce to the beans to give it a little bit of spice. You could have chicken or tri-tip or I don't know, hamburger, whatever you want to put on there. You could put, you know, your rice that you had from the night before that's left over, you can throw that in. I once used um, toasted walnuts. Walnuts, rice, beans, and cheese. So good and takes like almost no time at all. So bean burritos should be one of those things that are always around that you can always make. Chicken Caesar wrap, the sacred tortilla again. A local restaurant came to our summer camp and taught our children how to make these. And it was so funny because at first the kids were like, nah, I'm not so sure. And at the end they loved them and they were so excited. And all it is, is it was a spinach tortilla, but it can be a regular tortilla. And you take cooked chicken meat. So a rotisserie chicken is perfect for this because you're doing first level with these cooks. All they do is take apart the chicken, right? And you put the chicken in and then you drizzle some dressing ranch or Caesar works great. And then you put up some lettuce. You just, you know, finger tear it right down the center. And that can be your entire tortilla. We use spinach instead of lettuce. You can add to it Parmesan cheese if you want, but you don't have to. You can also add cranberries if you like cranberries and chicken. There's so many different things, but that's a really easy one that kids love. So while you are teaching independence in the kitchen, get some extra help around the house. I created 52 10-minute tidying tasks and 60 10-minute decluttering tips. Your children can help with these as well. There are many different tasks that can be doled out by different ages. For example, empty all of the waste baskets around the house, wipe the sink and counters in the bathroom, or shake out the mats and sweep. Or for decluttering, match all of the Tupperware with all of their lids. And for any that don't match, please bring me those unmatching ones. And that way you can decide what to do with them. Or break down all the cardboard for recycling. There's so many tips here. This way you can start to get your children to learn how to respect and take care of their belongings. Because these are all tiny little chunks, right? You don't have to take a big chunk. They're only 10 minute tasks, but it teaches them how to get started. So get these 102 great tips for free in the notes. Your next level. This level requires a stove or oven or knife of some, work, of some sort, and sometimes you may require meat, um, working with raw meat. 
chicken salad. I live on this. It is easy and it is yummy. And again, I don't have exact measurements because almost all of these recipes are recipes I use. So tip number one, and you're going to listen to this tip and you're going to use it for the rest of your life. I had two teenage boys. They eat a lot. I have nieces. They still eat a lot. Just because they're girls doesn't mean they won't eat. So you have your chicken breast and we're going to pretend that this is the breast, right? So it's like this, you know, and, it, and it's shaped, it's shaped like this. So you know how when people say cut it in half, I'm trying to get my camera. There we go. You usually cut it this way. Well, instead you're going to cut it in half this way. Okay. So it's harder because you have this long breast and you have to cut it down like this, but it's an illusion. People think they're getting a whole half breast to eat. Nobody needs that much. Your dollar will go a lot further if you do this. So for the measurements of this, because that was the end of that tip, I usually use a quarter of a chicken breast because I slice it in half and then I slice it in half again for this salad. Then I use maybe a teaspoon of chopped cashews and maybe one and a half green onions because I like green onion. And then maybe a tablespoon of dried cranberries. Again, I'm not quite sure. I'm just kind of ballparking here. And then again, maybe around a teaspoon of mayonnaise and a small squirt of Dijon mustard. And then I just mix it all up. And then I just scoop it with Milton's um, gluten-free crackers because I'm trying to do less flour. You can put it on bread. You can put it on wheat thins or Ritz. You can put it on whatever. But it's really super nummy. My kids love this on croissants going across country because it's something that saves really well. And we will sometimes have it for breakfast to just get on the road at the cracker early. Meatball subs. This is an all-time favorite in our house and it's super easy, but it does require some prep work. You have to remember it's gonna be a crock pot recipe. So you're gonna get those pre-made meatballs, you're gonna throw them in the crock pot, and then you're gonna throw in a jar of spaghetti sauce. That's it, turn it on low, maybe three to four hours. Then you're gonna get hoagies. Again, that whole sliced in half thing. So you're gonna slice them in half this way. <laughs> and so now they're open face and you're gonna butter each side and you're gonna to lightly toast so that the outside is, it's just a little crisp, but it's still really nice and gooey inside. And then you're gonna melt provolone on it or whatever kind of cheese you like. Provolone's the norm. And then you're gonna scoop the meatballs and the sauce on. You will probably have leftovers depending on how many people you have in your household. So use the rest for spaghetti and meatballs. You've got a whole nother meal with the exact same stuff. Double bonus. Huge favorite. And taco in a bag. Oh my heck, this is my favorite ballpark recipe. Remember I had baseball boys. Heat up a can of chili. I don't care what kind of chili. It can be chili, no meat. It can be chili, just just meat. It can be chili, beans, and meat. Whatever you want. You just heat up your chili. You get the small, small bags of uh, Fritos, you know, the little serving size, and you open it up at the top. And you scoop your chili into the Fritos bag, however much you want to eat. And then you just put all your favorite taco seasonings, taco toppings on top of there. So your cheese, your sour cream, your lettuce, your tomatoes, whatever you want. You just stick it in the bag. These are great on the go. And then you just eat it with a fork. It's the whole thing. It's so awesome. I love these. Pizza. 
What child does not love pizza? True confessions, I don't love pizza. But there are a ton of ways to make pizza. So I actually chose a recipe that I found on the internet that I'll include in the notes. And I chose this one because it has crescent rolls. The reason I chose this one is because I am not going to include the whole pigs in a blanket for one of the meals that are easy here because I don't like hot dogs at all. And that's obviously going to be an easy one. There's tons of easy meals that your kids can cook. But I thought crescent rolls are kind of fun, you know? I mean, who doesn't love the unwinding of the tube and banging it on the counter? I mean, that's the best part ever. So go ahead and find that one in the description notes. And then I also found a pizza recipe that even I am tempted to eat. It sounds very simple because you could just use rotisserie chicken and it sounds super nummy. And you put it on French bread and it's pesto chicken pizza. It's like almost gourmet and your kid can do it all. Okay, moving along to tater tot casserole. If you haven't heard of tater tot casserole, then you either are not from the Midwest or have no family from the Midwest because this is a staple in the Midwest of not only them in their homes, but of every church function, of every potluck. And there are probably 50 tater tot casserole recipes but they all call them tater tot casserole. So they're all called the exact same thing. And basically it's just, you go, you get your tater tots and you put them at the bottom, frozen. And then you basically go into your freezer or your pantry and you just throw everything in it. And a lot of times they throw over cream and mushroom soup and there you go, that's your tater tot casserole. It's yummy and it's cheap. I chose a recipe that was a quote-unquote normal tater tot casserole because some of them are more normal than others, and I included that in the description notes. Kebabs. The hardest part about cobs, kebabs is the fact that it takes a long time to wash and chop up all of the stuff. So I love grilled veggie kebabs. And all you do is you figure out your favorite veggies. I use mushrooms and... Um, red and green bell peppers and onion. I like onion on there too. And then I have a really great grilled veggie marinade, which I'll also include in the show notes or in the notes. And then you just skewer them. And I use those on a salad. You can also have them on a bed of rice. You can do the tri-tip, the chicken or the shrimp. And you can also put those on a barbecue, on a kebab you can find a great marinade for those as well. As a side note, if you have never grilled pineapple, it is phenomenal. You've got to try it. It's the best. So this is the final, I might've said the last step was the final. This is the final one because it, re it requires more skill and this one does require raw meat. Texas rice. I just made Texas rice this last week. The first recipe I found was kind of bland. This one, you add taco seasoning to it, and I add just two ounces of cream cheese. It makes all the difference in the world. I love this one. I will include this recipe. You can also put this into a burrito. Remember that tortilla I told you you have to always have as a staple? You can, the next day, wrap it in a tortilla. My family loves this. Oh, also, use Rotel, because just diced tomatoes, it's just not as good and doesn't have as much pizzazz as Rotel. 
Homemade chicken nuggets. Who doesn't love chicken nuggets? But then the big question is, what is the meat inside chicken nuggets? Seriously, have you ever gone to McDonald's and ordered the chicken nuggets and noticed if you only eat half of it and you look at it, there's little air bubbles in there? What meat has air bubbles in there? That's just kind of scary. Well, you're going to make homemade chicken nuggets where you actually take, remember my little tip about doing the breast halfway? So you're going to do those halfway breasts and then you're going to make the nuggets out of those. My kids love this, but of course they may love the fact that this is also mashed potato and gravy night with the chicken nuggets. But what you do is you take them and you dip them in Parmesan cheese, breadcrumbs, and maybe a little fresh parsley, and then you bake them. If you like yours more battery, come up with a batter to do. I, I bake them so I don't fry them, and the breadcrumbs have always been super. So that's what we do, and the family loves them. And we have, oh, I baked them at 350 for 20 minutes. Okay, here's my secret sin, my secret pleasure, and this is the reason why I will never fit into a size 6 jean. Loaded tater tots. I know, you're saying tater tots again? Yes, tater tots are like my favorite. I have a third meal, and I'll just tell you really quick what it is. Breakfast for dinner, and you take the tater tots, and you fry them, and you mash them up, and they make the best super fast hash browns ever. And then you just fry your eggs with some cheese. Super great. But anyway, that isn't the meal I was going to tell you about. Loaded tater tots. So what you do is you cook your tater tots, you know, like just in the oven. You just bake your tater tots like it says, and then take them out, and then you put them on a plate, and you take shredded cheddar cheese over the top, and you take your bacon crumbles. I use turkey bacon. I am trying not to eat pork because of cholesterol. So the problem with turkey bacon is it's soft. You cannot have soft bacon. That's like not even a thing. So you have to have it crisp. So the secret to having crisp bacon is you, you take your um, kitchen scissors or your big chef's knife and you cut it all up into little pieces and then you fry it ahead of time. And then you take these little crisp pieces of bacon and you put those on top of the melted cheddar cheese on top of those tater tots that are already done. And then you put a little bit of green onion and then you dip it all in ranch dressing. I swear, I'm salivating and drooling right now because this is the absolute best. Okay, when your chickadees fly the nest, we want them to be able to fend for themselves. This includes feeding themselves. If, you, if they are helping you with the meals as they grow up, they will learn how to cook quickly and easily because when you, they go to college or when they go off, you can bet they're not going to sit down to cook two-hour meals. If they already have a repertoire of those quick and easy meals, you know they're going to eat okay. So, bonus, they will be alleviating you of some of your work and your worry. Please let me know if your family liked any of these, and tell me of some other meals that your children fix at home. Quote for the week, fish are friends, not food. Bruce in Finding Nemo. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to send you a huge thank you. Please leave me a comment or review and share with other moms you know. Get in touch in the comments or on Kara's social media networks. See you next week for a new episode.